0: And just to give you a little bit of more context, uh, this was not my only failure by any means in life. And I have tried so many different things and I have tried numerous companies in the past uh, while working full-time all the time. But I, you know, did a lot of things. And, um, but the benefit, what, um, You know kind of and i think it's part of a growth mindset is i pivoted very fast and i changed um i was never attached to my failures um and i think that's important even though quite frankly i wasn't raised with a growth mindset to be honest and my parents were not (laughs) aware of this and it wasn't even a thing right um so i kind of came to it myself through tons of personal development On tons of courses and classes and and, uh, seminars and I was never attached to my failures. I just had this goal in mind that I wanted to create something meaningful.
1: That's Alexandra Ivins, the creator of Big Life Journal. Together with her husband Scott, they created the Big Life Journal along with the Big Life Kids podcast to help kids grow up to be positive, resilient, confident human beings who strive to achieve great things in life. These engaging resources help kids develop a resilient growth mindset so they can face life's challenges with confidence. So grab a seat by the fire as we discuss how mindset is the key to unlocking you and your children's full potential.
2: Well, good morning, Alexandra, and thank you so much for joining me today on the show. How are you doing?
0: Thank you so much so much for having me. I'm very excited.
2: Great. Well, typically I have Nathan with me, but today he's unable to join us. So I will be flying solo on this show, but let's start with you telling us a little bit about yourself, your family, where you live and what it is you do.
0: Yes. So I am um, the founder of big life journal and it is, um, um, we're based in the United States. And uh, what we do is we produce resources and journals mainly activities and even things like podcasts for children to help them develop a growth mindset um, and and help them help parents raise resilient, confident children who are able to face challenges um, in life. So that's what we do.
2: Awesome. And you have um, one or two kids? I have two kids. Two kids. What are their ages? Four-year-old
0: and five-months-old.
2: Oh my goodness. A new one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, our family actually came across your platform because our oldest, our daughter found your podcast, the big life kids podcast, and our kids have absolutely been loving it. And I must say that the podcast is just so well done that I even love to sit down and listen alongside them to the different episodes. But I especially love how each, um, episode there's a lesson to be learned through the stories which has been just a wonderful tool for our homeschool so can you give us the backstory on basically what inspired you and your husband to create this platform and then maybe lead into a little bit more uh, brief description of the bit the big life journal and how the podcast ties into the journal
0: yes so, um, so we created Big Light Journal as a company in 2017, and essentially we created it for our children, our future children, and and um, we wanted to uh, uh, create a resource that would help children understand um, the power of the mindset, right, mm-hmm. and what they think about themselves, about the world. It's so important and. Probably one of the most important things to realize, Mm -hmm. Um, and kind of help them understand that their potential is unlimited, right? So it's really up to them how they go, how what how their life is going to shape up in general, and um, you know what they can achieve or what they want to achieve. They can be anybody, right? They want to be, they can become anyone. So uh, kind of we wanted to give them these unlimited opportunities and um, help them develop potential to the fullest. Um, and we do believe that every child has unlimited potential, right? So there's never, it really depends on, um, themselves and whether or not they're limiting themselves in their mind. So that's kind of was the, you know, the initial purpose. And we're still, to this day, you know, that's our main mission. Um, and we started with the first journal and we had a Kickstarter campaign, which is a crowdfunding um project and we had a lot of uh, families supporting us um so that's how it all started and then we moved into creating resources for tweens and teens that's our second journal um and we also um creating other things like you mentioned the podcast um which is um very popular with children uh, because it is very fun and entertaining mm-hmm. and it doesn't necessarily for children it's very uh, important that you don't necessarily teach them anything in an obvious way because then they think that you're trying to change them right or there's something wrong with them and mommy doesn't think that I'm enough or you know she wants to change me so it's very kind of simpler slope right we say so we need to, um, you know, they're best learned by stories or by through modeling, right? So you can model behavior that you want them to teach, or you can introduce them to stories through books, the podcasts and things like that.
2: Yeah. And the lessons tied to the stories really do resonate with our children. Um, It was just this past week that our six-year-old was sitting there and he was trying to fix something. I don't remember what exactly it was, but he stopped and he, if he's starting to get frustrated, so then he stops and he looks up at me and he gives me kind of this funny smirk and I'm like, okay. And he's like, hey, mama, it's just like the podcast said that sometimes it's okay to ask for help. And that's what the message had been in that story. And I'm like, you're right, buddy. That's so true. And it, he just, they don't realize that through these stories that yes, there is something being taught just because it's so well done. So thank you for that. You guys done an amazing job.
0: (laughs) Thanks so much. It's called Big Life Kids for anyone who wants to find it. Um, It's available anywhere.
2: Yes. Uh, Well, Nathan and I had invited you on today because we know that having a positive mindset as well as confidence play key roles in someone's success in achieving goals. And as parents, we personally feel that these are important qualities for our kids to attain early on. Because like most habits, the earlier it's learned, the more natural it's going to feel. And then we thought, well, what better person to have on than the creator of Big Life Journal where growth mindset meets children. So the definition of mindset is, quote, the established set of attitudes held by someone. And from my understanding, there are two types of mindset, fixed and growth. So can you explain what each one means along with an example?
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, the fix and growth are two kind of main mindsets that were developed by Dr. Professor Carol Dweck. I mean, they're, you know, mindset, you can look at mindset and very broadly, you can say they're many different types of mindsets you know there's a gratitude mindset there's abundance mindset but fixed and growth are kind of like two main care main categories that people talk about and uh what Dr. Professor Carol Dweck said she said that in general um you know uh, you know you can say there there's a fixed mindset or a growth mindset and a fixed mindset means that when Um, you have a fixed mindset, you believe that you are born a certain way, and you have limited potential, you have limited set of skills, abilities, talents, you know, there's not much you can do Mm -hmm. (laughs) about it to develop them. So you might not as well try that hard, right? So you just kind of like, this is what you're given. And this is how your life is going to play out and a growth mindset is uh, the opposite of that is when you know that you are capable of changing and developing and it is based on general um science of neurogenesis and neuro, uh neuroplasticity when we are capable of uh, creating new cells in our brain throughout our lives and capable of developing new connections in ourselves and essentially rewiring the brain right so um It is true that we are capable of changing and it's not necessarily just uh, related to intelligence. It can be for um, all sorts, you know, parts of your life. So you can have a growth mindset in relationships. You can have a growth mindset in uh, as far as your personality goes or your um, career or anything, right? So it's not necessarily about intelligence, right? So, um, and, you know, children They um, All of us are somewhere in between. So it's not like you have a growth mindset or fixed mindset. You you have both. You're somewhere in between and you could have different mindsets in different areas of your life. So for example, you can have a fixed mindset in your career, but thinking that um, this is what I do. This is what I'm good at. Um, kind of, this is, I'm, you know, uh, this, I'll I'll be doing this for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you can have a growth mindset as an athlete and thinking, oh, I can totally train for a marathon and I can do this. And if I practice and if I can get a trainer, so that's a growth mindset talk, right? So that's, you can have different types of mindsets in different areas of your life.
2: Okay. And from my understanding, the growth mindset will focus a lot more on the process as opposed to maybe the outcome. Although I know the outcome still important, but the process being more of importance, correct?
0: Yeah. So when you have a growth mindset, we say there, there are two types of goals you can set. There's a performance goal and there's a learning goal. So when you have a growth mindset, you typically set learning goals and that's what we want to do for our children to help them set learning goals and the difference is the performance goal would be i want to uh, pass the test right Mm -hmm. and um with an a and the learning goal would be i want to learn how to do equations so that i can apply it here or i can do this type of activity so this is a learning goal right so you not necessarily like you said concerned about the end result. You're just concerned about you know your. Are you developing your skills? Are you learning new things? Because in the end of the day, even if you don't pass the test, right, it doesn't mean. Uh, but you, but you really worked hard, right? So, let's say your child is working really hard, and they, and they. Um, I don't know how relevant it is for the homeschooling community, <laughs> but let's say you know um, they're they're participating in some sort of competition, and they didn't win, they, you know, they lose. But at the end of the day. The question is, and that's how you want them to look at this: is not, not whether you want it lost, but it's more about, did I stretch myself? Was it difficult for me? How? What did I learn? What did I uh, learn from this experience? Uh, maybe this is way beyond my skill set, but, and this is why I didn't win. But it you know, but I learned this and that, and now I know what I can do and I expanded my potential. And so, I mean, that's how we want our children to think in general. Right.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so, and that's why growth mindset is so beneficial.
2: Yeah, no, I think, uh, definitely even with the homeschooling community, I think one of the biggest things, you know, cause I know many of us don't use the grading system, like in traditional school, there are some that do, but we still have that. I think a lot of us have that end goal of wanting to build a a love for learning. And I just feel that this really does help foster a love for learning as the child will probably be more motivated and confident in wanting to learn. And that for us is really important. And that's why I also think that this topic is very important. And along with it, I've, you know, not only do you see it, but if, if, parents haven't really become familiar with the concept of growth mindset, that how it helps build, you know, resilience and grit, because it's, it is more that attitude. Like you start to build that. Okay. I can do anything if I work hard at it or if I research more or, and not that I'm incapable, which are very important. Absolutely. And I actually listened to a podcast interview with Dr. Carol Dweck and she, of course, you know, mentions many studies, but one of the studies she had mentioned was the Lee and Bates study done in China. And it was looking at the worldwide achievement test called PISA that's given to 15 year olds in 79 countries. But this study showed that growth mindset was in some way positively related to PISA achievement test scores in 76 out of the 79 countries. And I just felt like wow, that speaks volumes that if a child can change the way that they think that it actually correlates to how they do academically. And you, you, cause all, you know, the way that we grew up with the traditional mindset is that you just have to, you know, you're either, you're going to, you're smart or, you know, you're, you're not going to, if you're not that smart, that you won't achieve as high on these scores. But this is like, if you've got that right attitude, you've got that positive mindset that you can't, you are capable. And I think that in the end, that's probably what's happening is that they're doing great on these tests because they also feel good about themselves. And there's that confidence again. Yeah. I would love to know, if there has been a memorable moment in your life where you experienced a setback or perceived failure and felt discouraged, but utilized growth mindset to overcome that setback. And I do say like memorable moment, because I realize that we all experience different moments like this, but maybe there's one that like really stood out to you.
0: Yeah, of course. I mean, the main one was when we first developed out with first journal and we ran our first Kickstarter campaign. In 2016, it actually failed and we haven't um, raised enough funds to support our first initial print. So it was a major uh, failure. Um, And in the end of the day, when we were kind of looking at what happened and assessing the situation we re- <laughs> oh, we realized that there's we can't promote a growth mindset and learning from mistakes and failures and trying to teach children perseverance and give up on the first try <laughs> right so and that's what happened right so we kind of like put out a uh, you know um whatever was happening we kind of reworked it and um and learned a lot, so we took courses and classes and kind of reassessed where we're missing. Why did we, uh, you know, lose or why did we fail this campaign? And uh, we relaunched again. I think it was maybe six or seven months later after you know we we learned a lot and did a lot of things differently. And that's the second time that which was successful. And just think if we, um, you know, kind of. If we did give up, right, and um, the whole company wouldn't have happened, right? The Big Life Journal wouldn't be there, the podcast, the journals, all those um, things that, you know, who knows what what I would be end up doing? I right? know my husband. So, mm-hmm. um, in the end of the day, I feel like, um, and just to give you a little bit of more context, uh, this was not my only failure by any means in mm-hmm. life, and I have tried so many different things, and I have tried numerous companies in the past. Uh, while working full-time all the time but I you know did a lot of things and um, but the benefit what um, you know kind of and I think it's part of a growth mindset is I pivoted very fast and I changed um, I was never attached to my failures and I think that's important even though quite frankly I wasn't raised with a growth mindset to be honest and my parents were not (laughs) aware of this and it wasn't even a thing right Mm -hmm. Um, so I kind of came to it myself through tons of personal development on tons of courses and classes and and uh, seminars so um, and I was never attached to my failures I just had this goal in mind that I wanted to create something meaningful and um, and then I, I you know and I think that's important to communicate to our children as well is that you are not your failures and And by any means, and is just a failure and mistakes are information. And that's how I look at it, right? And yes, of course, it's unpleasant and you may get upset. And that's another thing. Um, It's okay to be sad and upset, right? Disappointed. Mm -hmm. I don't want, you know, to tell my children that when you have a growth mindset, it means you're always happy and, oh, mistake, this is great. Let's celebrate you're allowed to be upset, you're allowed to be, to be sad, to cry, to be disappointed, because you put a lot of probably work into this, right, and you made mistakes, or you failed, it's just how we're coming out of this experience, what we're learning from it, and how do, do we give up, or do we keep going, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I love that, I love how you even brought up with your failures, that you don't see that as like a, a roadblock, you see that as just a challenge, okay, what can we do to get around this? What we what can we do to make it better? And that is one thing that I feel like many children need to learn these days, which is just because you f- fail at something, air quotes here, doesn't mean that it's not possible. And just thinking about you guys, how I feel like if that was us on the first campaign that got shut down, you know? I think it almost instantly you would want to be like okay well nobody's interested in this like this is yeah. not nobody like nobody would like this then but you get past that and you're like okay no we did something wrong or something needs to change in the process of us getting it out there and and we're just going to keep you know chugging along here and working at our goal. So I think that is a beautiful example. And what a great story to tell your kids when they get older, you know? Right.
0: Absolutely.
2: (laughs) Their parents' business came from what could have been perceived as a failure and given up and that's it.
0: Yeah. And I like, and it, I, I think you brought up an excellent point and like, if you as a parent can look at your own mistakes and failures as a stories to tell your kids, you're like, Oh, that's just, that's a great story. I'm going to, you know, mm-hmm. um, because everything that you learn is by example and just you going through, um, and it's just such a thrill to kind of if imagine if everything you did was success, right. And you would never experience that, um, disappointment or failure or, and you would really not be able to enjoy the success that much because you've never, it's so a contrast in our human experience. So I feel like, um, you know, our second time around and the second Kickstarter was, so much more enjoyable just because we failed the first time right. <laughs> and we, right. So, um, and we were so happy that we made it because we're like, well, we knew that we know that, you know, there's a high chance of a failure. So anyway, so I feel like as a parent, if you just, um, can, um, look at your life and see, am I taking risks? Am I doing things uh, going outside of my growth, uh, outside of my comfort zone into the stretch zone? do I do this depth so I can model this for my, for my children so they can see there's, you know, there's nothing to fear. It's just, you know, it's a human experience, right?
2: Right. So while we're on that topic, um, before we wrap it up, I, I do want to hone in a little bit more on the parents and educators role in all of this, um, especially being a homeschooling and parenting podcast. But before I have you chime in a little bit more, I did want to bring up another interesting study by that Dr. Carol Dweck had brought up and it was focused on math teachers. And it says the results were that if your math teacher had more of a growth mindset, it showed enhanced grades at the end of the year versus a math teacher with a fixed mindset. And I'm I'm sure they did math because we all know how fun and, and, and challenging math can be. So what are your thoughts on the parents and educators role in fostering that growth mindset?
0: Well, it's huge. I mean, the, if you as a parent or a teacher um, have a growth mindset, you are approaching children and they work very differently, right? So um, you encourage them to, um, you know, to take uh, chances to go, to go into the stretch zone. You encourage them to make mistakes, right? Um, and the, There are different types of mistakes, right? I know there's also uh, some people, um, there's kind of like a misconception. It's not about like celebrating every single mistake. It's more about, okay, so what kind of mistake was it? Was it a sloppy mistake? Was it a stretch mistake, right? So we also need to have that kind of conversation with our children. But um, in the end of the day, you having a growth mindset um, is everything, right? So as a parent, so, or a teacher and um, the way that you, speak about the work and, um, how much, how you praise them, the feedback they're giving them. Um, you know, there's, there's so much written about the growth mindset praise, even in, in the mindset book. So, um, yeah, I mean, start with yourself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's my main recommendation. And, um, and especially if you feel like your child would be resistant to this kind of like teachings or you would think okay well now how do I do this how do I help them develop the growth mindset start with yourself and um, we uh, we learn by through language right so we hear our children we hear our parents talk to us and themselves and that's how they learn and um, our children look at us to make sense of the world right they need us to talk through things, and um, that's how they learn, that's how they understand and, and make sense of things. So um, the more you kind of have these conversations, very matter of fact, and kind of like, as you go by your, your day, right, as you're cooking something, you're making mistakes, and you're kind of talking through that, and what you learn from that, what you're going to try next time, and uh, using different affirmations in front of them just for yourself. Yeah, there's so many things you can do.
2: I thought that was really important to bring up because especially with our homeschooling community, I mean, we're with them (laughs) most of the day. We are their parent. We are their educator, the role model. And I think it's important that parents understand just what an important role they play. And you are, this is part of the environment that our kids are in all the time, especially as homeschoolers. So it do, we do need to, you know, put off that same mindset in order for them to gravitate to it and to learn from it. And I know that like you guys, one of the things I loved, I, I listened to an interview with you actually, and it's, you know, there's that dreaded phrase, like, I can't do this. But you say, well, why don't we start, you know, saying, well, I can't do this yet. The yet phrase, which those growth mindset phrases, I think would be very helpful. Those simple things that we can add into our days with our children will slowly add up and make a change with them.
0: Yeah. I mean, yet is, uh, thank you for giving this example. I mean, it's a very (laughs) common growth mindset uh, phrase um however I would like to with more and more work you know the more we do work uh, this work the more we're going to get feedback from parents mm-hmm. and it might not work for your child and that's okay um and um the first thing you need to do if your child is saying I can't is to look at what state they're in right so if they're dysregulated they're upset the uh, emotions is always part of children's child's experience mm-hmm. so you if you going to try to insert yet you might get even them more upset and and it's just not going to work because if they're in a dysregulated state they will not be able to proceed with the task mm-hmm. so just keep that in mind it's not black and white it's not you know kind of like you always need to kind of look at the the whole experience. What are they going through? Is it time to calm down? Is it time to regulate our body first? And then maybe we can proceed, right? With talking through them and talking through it. But at the same time, remember there's always two types of um, intervention on parenting. There's in the moment and out of the moment, right? So, um, and growth mindset work is better done out of the moment. What I mean is, not necessarily try to insert or teach them something or insert the growth mindset phrases when they are going through something difficult. Do this outside of the moment. So do this when they're in a calm, relaxed state, when they're going to bed, maybe you have a special time when you can talk to them and kind of um, do that when they're not, um, you know, uh, upset, disappointed, all this frustrated, you know. Uh, So that's important to keep in mind as well, right? So, um, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of to learn from us as parents. And the more we kind of like do this, the more we understand our children and adjust the strategies.
2: I love that. That was a great point. And you guys, I did see a post that you guys are publishing a parenting growth mindset guide, aren't you?
0: Yes, that's a good good segue. So yes, we are actually publishing it on, on Monday, it's Mm -hmm. going to become available. And it is um, kind of, Everything that we learn from the community—what works, what doesn't—because we constantly give, uh, get feedback from parents as part of our Facebook group and other other places. And we always ask them, "What works? What doesn't? What does it? You know, what do you say to a child? How do they respond?" And we learn all the time, and we change our recommendations based on that. But this ebook is the culmination of that kind of like. What works right, and um, tons of examples, tons of strategies, tons of things to say. Parents love to 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 know what they're supposed to say. We provide exactly scripts. Uh-huh. This is what you say. These are the questions you can ask. Yeah, it's coming out on Monday.
2: Awesome! What a wonderful resource. Looking forward to that one. Thank you. All right, so we've made it to the final question that we like to ask all of our guests. And that is, if you knew you would lose your ability to speak tomorrow, what is one last piece of wisdom you would leave for the world?
0: Oh, that's a, that's a very interesting question. I wish I could prepare. Um, It can be on
2: anything and it can be short.
0: Right. So it's it's essentially your last message to the world. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say, um, Oh okay so i if i think what i would want my children to remember when i go and like you know when i'm not around i just want them to love themselves unconditionally and that's what i would kind of my message love yourself unconditionally love yourself always because in the end of the day this is everything right so um, loving yourself respecting yourself and i really really want my children to get that and to love themselves and And we as parents can do so much, you know, by us loving themselves unconditionally. That's how we help them develop that love, self-love, and it it could change everything in their lives. So yeah, that's what I would say. Wonderful.
2: Great way to end it. So where can our listeners find Big Life Journal and all the products offered?
0: Yes. Go to biglifejournal.com. Um, start with a podcast. If you're not sure where to start, it's uh, called Big Life Kids. It's available everywhere. Um, and play it for your children, see if they like it, and then sign up to our free pri- Friday printables. And um, that's again on biglifejournal.com. You, you can sign up and get access to free resources.
2: Yes. Your Instagram page has many helpful tips. So I highly recommend our listeners to go over and follow you guys if they have not already. Um, And real quick, the homeschool liaison, you have a staff member, right? That's a homeschool liaison.
0: Yes. Her name is Vanessa. Uh, Her email is Vanessa at biglovejournal.com. Very easy. She is, she has been homeschooling maybe 15 years. (laughs) Um, Yeah. She's very, very seasoned and very experienced and she could answer any questions. Great. Okay. In terms well, of they- how to incorporate our resources in the homeschool.
2: <laughs> Great. Okay. Well,
0: <laughs> <laughs> <To> clarify. <Awesome. laughs>
2: well, thank you so much, Alexandra, for joining us today. We truly appreciate the time that you have given us. This has been a wonderful and very important conversation and so excited to share it with our listeners.
0: Thank you so much, Anita. It's been a pleasure. Great.
2: All right. Have a wonderful day. Thank
0: you. You too, Bye. Bye-bye.
1: I want to thank alexandra for joining us today we are such big believers in the power of mindset and love hearing people's personal stories of success thanks to all of you for coming back week after week to join us around the fire to listen to amazing stories from fascinating people if you enjoy listening to our podcast please subscribe and leave a review or drop us an email at the homeschoolprojectpodcast at gmail.com we hope to see you all next week and as always let's light a fire they can't put out